Hello fellow followers of Christ, I'm Nathan, and today we'll be talking about overcoming shame and guilt. Wow, that only took me like five seconds to say. <laughs> New record. Okay, but first, we have an Instagram account called at underscore Christians underscore four underscore life. It is the Instagram account that corresponds with ChristianCast. We usually have weekly live streams Friday, 8.30 p.m. Um, sometimes we don't do them though, but when we do, we'll be sure to notify you. Just hit the follow button. You can find me at Nathan Tingle or Nicholas Tingle on Facebook if you have any questions about this. I have a YouTube channel called Nathan Tingle where I do this specifically. I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but I have a YouTube channel where um, I do this. I basically do the podcast except I am talking. You can see me. I mean, of course I'm talking. You can see me talk. You can see me preaching. So it's kind of like Christian Cast in live action. Okay. Here we go. Overcoming shame and guilt. First, let's go over this. The devil's lies are very easy to fall into. When you sin, especially after becoming a Christian, oh my gosh, you feel like the devil's right-hand man. Like, oh my gosh, how could I sin? I'm a Christian and I can't sin. That's what some people think. That's what I used to think when I was a little kid. Like, oh, when you're a Christian, you don't sin. Huh, cool. Yeah, no. After you become a Christian, the first time you sin after becoming a Christian, it just feels like, oh gosh, what have I done? How could I sin? I've become a Christian. And the devil is like, oh yeah, this is my time to shine. The devil will come in there, he'll be like, God hates you. Yep, believe it, man, God hates you. He can't, do you think he's going to forgive you for that? Are you serious, man? Do you, the sin you committed, awful, disgusting. You are of me now. You are... You are doomed to hell. God will never forgive you. He hates you. You should just keep doing the sin, you know? Just stay away from God. That is what the devil, he'll, he'll jump right on it if you let your guard down on God won't forgive me. In fact, 1 Peter verse uh, chapter 5, verse 8, flip there real quick in your Bibles. It's going to be discussing the devil's ways when you're vulnerable. Okay, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Control yourselves and be careful. The devil, your enemy, goes around roaring like a lion looking for someone to devour. Refuse to give in to him by standing strong in your faith. You know that your Christian family all over the world is having the same kinds of suffering. This is another thing the devil would like to say. Yeah, like it says. It says, uh, goes around roaring like a lion looking for someone to devour. That's an analogy, yeah. He will jump all over you. He will devour you if you let him. It says, you know that your Christian family all over the world is having the same kinds of suffering. This is another thing the devil likes to tell you. No one else has done that. You are just the only terrible person. You are awful. How could you do that? No one else is that bad. That's another thing the devil likes to, does, likes to, do, likes to, does, likes to do. He says, you're terrible. No one else has done that. You're awful. That's... That's a great tactic that, that the devil usually uses. And it surprisingly works. You may think, oh, well, I'd never fall for that. But you'd be surprised how many people will think, wow, you're, you're right. God hates me. He, he can't forgive me. I mean, I guess I should just keep sinning. Like, yeah, it's terrible. All right, flip in your Bibles uh, to precisely that. John 8.44, we're going to be talking about precisely what I was just saying, how the devil will tell you that God hates you, and you'll never be good enough, and he won't forgive you. 
John 8, verse 44. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want what he wants. This is discussing us being sinners along with the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he was... Sorry. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he was against the truth, because there is no truth in him. Yeah, the devil... He is the father, the king of lies. That's the only thing I guess you can say the devil's a king of. He lies. He there's no truth in the devil, like it says. Not even in the devil's devil's vocabulary. When he tells a lie, he shows what he is really like, because he is a liar and the father of lies. He his lies are good, okay? Especially when you're vulnerable and you feel like uh, you're maybe having doubts and stuff, the devil will jump all over that. He'll be like, oh, yep, they're having doubts. Let me let me get them. Yeah, yeah. The devil, he'll, he'll tell you that you're unsaved. Like, if you become saved as a Christian, the devil's like, well, well, you're not saved anymore. What, you think you can sin and still be saved? What do you think this is? And he'll also put bad thoughts in your head. Like I said, like... God can't forgive you. God hates you. You should keep doing that. I keep going back to that. Because it's I, I can't stress this enough how you cannot fall for the devil's lies that God hates you. Because God's love is everlasting. God will never not love you. You could commit mass homicide. You could, you could do anything horrible that pops into your head. Let me think. You can murder people. That's the worst thing I could think of. You you could do anything horrible. God still loves you. Little Nas X, remember him? Remember him making that horrible video? Yeah, that was of the devil. God still loves Little Nas X. That was from the devil. As much as Little Nas X will tell you, yep, I had the idea for all that. No, 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 no. That was all devil right there. God still loves Little Nas X. He loves him just as he would love any other Christians. Um, God, he loves atheists. He loves all atheists. He loves all people who are agnostic. He loves everybody. A little side tangent real quick. Many people say, well, if God, like many atheists and agnostics, a lot of them ask, well, if God really loved me, why wouldn't he just make me love him? Like, why wouldn't, like, he would know what it takes to make me love him. He should just do that and save me. So really, it's God's fault I'm going to hell. Um, no. <laughs> I don't mean this to make fun of atheists, but no. No, 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 no. If God forced you to love him, he wouldn't be a very loving God, would he? Like, you have to love me. If not, you're going to hell. If he forced you to, then he wouldn't be loving. If God... Like, God does give you free will. Some atheists don't like when I say that. <laughs> um, but God gives you free will. He will let you do whatever you want. Whatever you want. But he, he will always love you. You just got to love him back. Got to move closer to him before he moves closer to you. Sometimes he does move closer to you. Okay, enough of that side tangent. We're going to go back to God's love. What the devil will tell you is that God hates you. God's not going to forgive you for that. Are you kidding me? You're insane. You're a terrible person. Just keep sinning. God doesn't love you. Okay. Romans 5, verse 8. Some of you are already going to be like, oh, yeah, this is where I live. Everyone knows this verse. This is the best thing ever. 
Some of you might not have heard of this. Well, here you go. Romans 5, verse 8. But God shows his great love for us in this way. Christ died for us while we were still sinners. So through Christ we will surely be saved from God's anger because we have been made right with God by the blood of Christ's death. Now the first thing I'd like to go over is some people probably heard that and said, wait, what, God's anger? What? Nope. God, I didn't. Nathan, I thought you said uh, God can't be angry. No, I just said he can't hate. He doesn't hate you. Um, God has been angry. Uh, Noah's Ark, the flood, ring a bell. Yeah, God can be angry. But back to the other thing. But God shows his great love for us in this way. Christ died for us while we were still sinners. God, this is a verse that every, even non-Christians, no, in fact, I'm going to flip to it real quick. Actually, I don't have to. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Ring a bell? Yeah. He sent his only son. He sent his only son to die a horrible death. For any of you that have read that part in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, it is a gruesome death. They impaled him. Um, I've already explained how some people believe that uh, the way he was hung up would have dislocated his arms. They drove nails through his hands and feet. Like, he died a horrible death. But guess what? He did it all for you, and God sent his son to do that. God will always love you. There's nothing, nothing that can make God not love you. Flip to Isaiah verse 41, uh, chapter 41, verse 10. First, I've got to find it, too. Oh, Nathan, you, you're not good at flipping to verses. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, Isaiah verse... Four, I'm sorry if you hear, like, it rubbing up against my shirt and the mic. I'm not sure. Isaiah uh, chapter 41, verse 9 through 10. I took you from places far away on the earth and called you from a faraway country. I said, you are my servants. I have chosen you and have not turned against you. So don't worry, because I am with you. Don't be afraid, because I am your God. I will make sure, I will make you strong and will help you. Sorry, I struggled on reading that. I will support you with my right hand. That saves you. So, this is God saying, don't worry. You, you remember Wanda in the 90s? He said, I got you. I'm right to go. Remember Jamie Foxx dressed like a woman? Yeah, that's God. He's got you. He's right to go. <laughs> um, he's like, like it says here, I took you from places far away on the earth. I called you from a faraway country. You were lost in sin, and God said, all right, come here, come here. And you, and you became a Christian. And he says, so don't worry, because I am with you. Don't be afraid, because I am your God. He's saying don't be afraid, because he is the almighty God, creator of the universe. And, like I said, he's got you. He's right to go. God loves you. And think, think of it this way. The God of the universe lives in you. Christ lives in you. You are not a failure. The shame and guilt that you feel is of the devil. You are not a failure because Christ lives in you. The God of the universe, the man that created the universe. Well, he's not exactly a man. He's, well, he's a man, but you know what I mean. He's, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. God of the universe. The God of the universe who created the universe, who created everything. 
he looked at you and said, you're worth it. You are worth you are worth my son. You are worth my son dying a horrible death. Because God loves you. And he can never not love you. When the devil tells you he hates you, just think of this. He, he looked at you and said, yep, you're worth it. And sent Jesus to die on the cross for you. Just because you sin, it doesn't mean God doesn't love you. Now, this isn't a free pass to sin. Just because God has forgiven you in Christ, this doesn't. This isn't a free pass to sin because, oh, God will just forgive me. No, you want to try your best to not give in to the devil's temptation, but God will always forgive you. Just don't be, you know, taking advantage of that forgiveness. Alright, this is under the... Other, this is kind of under the umbrella of sinning after becoming a Christian. Flip to First John one, uh, chapter one, verse nine. Well, eight through nine, I guess. If we say we have no sin, we are fooling ourselves, and the truth is not in us. The truth is not in us. I'm sorry for that pause. But if we confess our sins, He will forgive our sins, because we can trust God to do what is right. So what this is saying is, well, obviously we all live in sin. Uh, if It says, if we have no sin, we are fooling ourselves, because, duh, we sin. But it says, but if we confess our sins, He will forgive our sins. Just confess your sin to God, and He will forgive you. God doesn't care what you've done. God still loves you. God will always love you. And he forgives you. Just confess your sin. It says, because we can trust God to do what is right. Now flip in your Bibles to, I think this is the last verse we're doing for this little lesson. Ephesians verse 1 through 7. Now, let's Nathan, let Nathan take 20 years to find it. Okay. That was quick. Quicker than I thought it would be. Nice. Okay. Ephesians 1, verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 7. In Christ we are set free by the blood of his death. And so, sorry. And so we have forgiveness of our sins. Meaning, because God sent uh, Jesus to die on the cross, all of our sins are forgiven. Our past sins, our present sins, our future sins are all forgiven. How rich is God's grace? which he has given us so fully and freely. Yeah, the, the forgiveness is free. It's already happened. God's sent his son to go die on a cross. It, it, it's already happened. It's free. Free of charge. Just confess. Just confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. And confess your sins to God and repent. And boom all of your sins every single sin you have committed will commit are committing are all forgiven again this is not a free pass to sin like up oh, here's your sin card don't worry god will forgive it it's you can't max that out you can't max it out but but you don't want to just go around freely sinning without a care in the world like oh god will forgive me it doesn't matter ah, still saved 
No, you still wanna, you still wanna, what's the words? You still wanna stay away from the devil's temptation. One of my biggest points here is don't try to do, don't try to save yourself. Don't, don't try to get through the, the shame and guilt on your own because you can't. The devil will eat you alive. Remember 1 Peter 5, 8? says he's a roaring lion looking for anyone to devour. Once you let your guard down, the devil will hop all over you, man. Don't do it on your own. Do it with God. The devil can't touch you when you're with God. And uh, like I was saying earlier, um, God, when, when you enter the presence of God, he does not see your past. He doesn't see all the sins you've committed. He doesn't see the sins you will commit. He just sees... He just sees you covered in the blood of Jesus. He doesn't care what you've done. He just says, oh, okay, yep, Jesus saved you, so you're good. Okay, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode of Christian Cast. Um, like I said, we have a Instagram account corresponding with this podcast, at underscore Christians underscore four underscore life. Be sure to check that out. Go to Nathan Tingle or Nicholas Tingle for on Facebook if you have any questions about this. Go to Nathan Tingle on YouTube if you want these exact, this basically, but you can see me talking. Um, be sure what you'd like. Uh, be sure to let me know what you'd like me to cover. Uh, next week will be Temptation, so be on the lookout for that. But uh, without further ado, goodbye.